0: So welcome, everyone, to this Create a Passionate Life call. I'm Dr. Adam Sheck. For those who don't know me, I'm a clinical psychologist. I'm a couples counselor and a relationship coach, and I work with people uh, all around the country in in America and the world. I, I have some international clients as well in the area of creating passion, of connecting to who you are, what you want, and living that in your romantic life and in your work life. As Freud said, it's all about work and about love. Those are the big uh, pieces to this. And if you're bored with your life or feeling unmotivated or unenthusiastic or you're not quite doing what you want to be doing, then it's time for a change. And change is scary. Change triggers uh, chemicals in our, in our brain, in our, our neural network, that create fear and anxiety and, and create obstacles to hold us back from accomplishing what we want to, to accomplish in our lives once we're clear about it. And some of you maybe even haven't gotten clear yet about what your goals are, what your life purpose is, what, your, what I call mission is. So this is a great time to get past those obstacles and make your dreams happen, and really find that. Because to me, that passion is is essential. Finding that passion is is going to give you the fuel to propel you into your dreams. And for me, uh, my definition of passion may be different than than other people. It's it's not about big rah rah, you know, hyperkinetic energetics and and cheerleading and the rest. Though that that's okay too. Passion. Passion is the effect of living a life of authenticity. When your insides match your outsides, that's when you're living that life of passion, when you're following your dream, when you're following your vision. And not everyone is is doing that, of course. And some of you, probably the ones calling in, are closer to that and maybe living it. Maybe you're curious and want a little more Uh, tweaking of what what your mission what what your what your your life purpose is or have some relational challenges you want something and yet it's not quite crystallizing in that way and that's that's the work I do with people that's the work I do with myself as well we're all here to learn and to grow and uh, for me when I was five years old I decided to be an engineer and uh, I liked the way to build things I was curious about the world and yet The real reason I decided to become an engineer was that my older cousin was an engineer and he was working on submarines in Spain and it seemed kind of cool. And yet that wasn't a very deep reason and I really didn't get a lot of guidance from my family or friends on on career prospects. So I followed through. I graduated from the number one engineering school in the world and I was employed as an engineer for 10 years and successful at it, but unfortunately I was miserable I was not living my passion. I was not owning my mission. I made a good living. I was responsible for tens of millions of dollars worth of projects. Uh, I could buy a few uh, toys, adult toys, that we, we want to have in, in life. And yet, being an engineer wasn't my mission. My insides didn't match my outsides, and my soul was paying the price. And gradually, through a, a synchronistic and often painful change of events, I, I found my path. And in my early 30s, I went back to school. Not everyone has to get re-educated. That was my path. I'm, I'm a perpetual student, so that, that's part of what I love to do and learn in formal settings as well as informal. And I, uh, I got my doctorate in clinical psychology and became a psychologist and, and uh, coach and really love working with people. That's what satisfies me in that, that part of life the most. And I, I don't miss the old life at all. So passion comes from matching your insides to your outsides, from knowing who you are on the, on the planet. There's a spiritual piece, of course, as well. A lot of the work I do is psycho-spiritual. Um, and it's, it's living that, removing the blocks to it and moving forward in, in the different ways that we can. Uh, so I think I've talked enough for now on all of this so what I'd love to do is hear from uh, anyone that has any questions or any comments or any thoughts on on this. So I'm going to uh, look to see how to uh, how to unmute and see who has questions. So. Hey, we're here. Ah, We've got some more callers, too. So I am going to unmute the lines, and um, if someone has a question around mission, around relationship, around intimacy, around purpose, this is a great time to... So anyone have a question? I, I know we have a number of people here. Three of them introduced themselves, so I know their names, but anyone's welcome to start in. Question, comment experience
1: um hi dr chef excuse me um this is courtney eskridge i had a sort of a pseudo comment and question i've enjoyed your video so much and i noticed that it's been a while since you've posted some and I'm, i'm sure you're so busy and so many different projects but is that something that you're planning to do a few more, or is that you're going in a different direction? You had one on meditation, just so many different things.
0: Yeah. Uh, Courtney, yes, I, I love doing the videos, and uh, it's really finding the, the best focus and the best way to reach people. So I will be doing more videos, absolutely, on passion and purpose. Uh, yes, and posting them on Facebook as well as my uh, Passion Doctor website, thepassiondoctor.com. But Oh, for good! I'm so glad me. to hear
2: that.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, 14 chapters into writing a book, so that really is taking a, a chunk of my time through uh, December and January, and I'm excited about that. So, oh, not as
2: yeah. many videos,
0: uh, but I definitely will be creating more. And you're welcome to um, email me or Facebook message me with topics that you're interested in for me to to create some, and I will do that as well. Um, are Thank there certain you. topics you're interested in?
1: Uh, Anything that I think that you would write, I think you're uh, very articulate and you explain things so well and the message comes across in such an authentic manner that I I would be reluctant to suggest anything. I would just want to encourage you to do any on any subject that that
2: you deem appropriate.
0: Uh, I got you. Well, Courtney, I will definitely do that. Usually subjects that either come up with the clients I'm working with or issues I notice in my own life or in my family's or, or ones I bring up. Um, I do have, if you're looking for uh, uh, longer videos, uh, again, this may be too specific a topic. I have a website, brokenheartscanheal.com, for people that are still hanging on to old relationships and and haven't been able to release that. And there's three free videos that I do on that that are probably a little longer than the the other ones you've seen. So that might be a topic for you or for someone else, but uh, there's three free videos. And then I also have um, uh, my forgiveness program at theforgivenessprogram.com, which is a paid uh, audio download uh, series you might want to look at on forgiveness and letting go, if that's interesting to you. Again, I wasn't trying to promote anything on this call, but being asked about that, those would be some other options uh, to uh, investigate. Thank you. You bet. Thanks so much, Courtney. Uh, Anyone else? I know. Well, we've had a few more people. It looks like some someone from New York called in, or it looks like a two one two area code, and uh, someone from DC. So, anyone else have any questions or comments?
2: Uh, well, Doctor Shek, I have a question. This is Mary from Connecticut. Mm-hmm. So, I did do your forgiveness program, and I know I've mentioned through Facebook. Uh, how powerful it was for me and therapeutic. You know, it's a very interesting program and it actually gets to a lot of the root of, of, uh, you know, things that I was hanging on to. But I've also told you, you know, I personally connect with your story a lot and I was inspired when I've heard you speak before and being interviewed. So I do enjoy listening to your story When I was doing your forgiveness program, um came across the part of self forgiveness and what I need to forgive myself for and what came up for me was um you know, when I'm when I was officially an adult, you know, you're eighteen, you're officially an adult, but yet not letting go of um what was familiar to me and my family and stuff like that. And I kind of felt like I hung around a little too long. But I know that's not a similar story for you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's just something that I'm still working on myself. So that's kind of a comment, kind of question. I don't know what you think of that.
0: Well, I think we're all different, Mary. I appreciate that you're doing the forgiveness program. It really... Um, uh, i as i've said before and and I probably told you i, I went through, i i did it I wrote it, and then I did it, and it blew me away and, and i don't to go take away, but some of it just is is the work we need to do um I think we all have a different attachment style, which is uh, one form of um of psychological um assessment of of how we we bond with people uh based upon our childhood issues and, and the rest too and for me to survive my childhood i had to get out as soon as i could it's like it was it was too much i i learned to dissociate to disconnect from myself and i i um i pursued intellectual endeavors so i was really good at school because that was my ticket out so i at 17 i started college which was a little uh younger i probably wasn't very mature but it got me out and um Really, I worked uh, every summer and, and went home maybe once or twice the first year and learned that that wasn't the safest place to, to be. So uh, it, it depends on our style. It, it's like if it's too painful to be in a place, that's one thing. Sometimes the pain of disconnection is greater than the pain of, of um, uh, torment or whatever's going on. That might be too strong a word. Uh, hmm. I'd, I'd say really it's about compassion self-compassion in in there as well it's having compassion for yourself in in knowing that you did what you needed to do to survive so if it took you a little longer if it didn't it here we are now Uh, what do you choose to do now it's like you're on your path you're on your path for for self-growth and and letting go of the past and and following your vision your dream that's that's as good as it, it gets right there. I think that's that's the ultimate purpose any of us are here is to, to grow and learn and evolve as, as people and contribute a, along the way. Um, I mean, it's a little highfalutin, but I think that's that's ultimately the truth as well. We want to do something that that contributes in some way, whether it's contributing to one person, to a child, to a, an animal, to a, a friend, to a community. I mean, some people are... are have bigger missions, and I don't really believe that um, one size fits all and one isn't necessarily better or worse than another. We don't know whose life we're going to touch that's going to have a geometric uh, effect at at other people's lives and and make a change that's going to change the world. So whatever we do is, is really a, a valid thing for us to do in terms of that. Oh, they're still there. I just got kicked off my my website of this thing, but hopefully the call's still going on. It sounds like it.
2: Yep, we're still here. Okay,
0: cool. Does that does that address a, a little bit of what you're talking about, Mary? I I don't. Yeah, know I think thing. I think
2: what I heard is that um, e- even though, like, if I look back and I'm like, gosh, I wish I had, I should have, you know, it would have been better if, even though. I think retrospectively that there were better choices I could have made at the time, given the situation, I made the best possible choice. I think that's the message I'm receiving and that um, it's still bringing me to a positive place now where I'm productive and being a positive influence on others as a result.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's we never know. It's I, I think the work is to be kind to ourselves, to be compassionate, to let go of the judgments. It's I've um in, I'm five months into a ten month uh, meditation class I'm I'm taking, and I first learned about meditation when I was 15, so it's been 40 plus years, and yet I've not been consistent for 40 years. I've I've gone in and out, and and this course has given me a structure and it's kicking my ass it is bring. it's not meditation let's just uh, chill out and feel good it's it's really uh insight meditation so it's it's raising a lot of old uh, attachment issues and and somatic um uh, emotions that are in my body that have been there for a long time and it's like well why is that still here if i when on on the uh, painful days i could judge it and say well I've been been working on myself for years. I've been in therapy for decades. I've been a therapist for decades. I'm doing this and that, and yet that would be a judgment. That's like, well, I'm meditating now. I'm consistent now. Uh, If it has an effect in a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, then it's time well spent. Hmm. It's time well spent. Otherwise, uh, uh, what else are you going to do? It's like uh, when I have clients that are, reinventing their lives or reinventing their careers it's like well if i do that i need to go to school for five years or i need to do this or i need to go into a training or i need to blah 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 uh, yeah you do you may for Mm -hmm. some things for others you can just start and learn on the way i think we all do that too and four years five years is going to go by anyway so you could you'll blink and 5 years is gone so in 5 years you've achieved your certification or your accreditation or the, your you know promotion if you don't do it the 5 years is going to go by either either way so why not align your life to be more consistent with who you want to be what you want what what values you want to express i i really believe that's the the bottom line on
2: that good
0: point true anyone else any any thoughts uh, based on what mary asked or how i responded or do you have some other questions The, the the name of this was create a passionate life but we're wide open whatever that means to you some of you came on later when i was defining passion really as having your insides matching your outsides and many of us are blocked on that many of us adopt roles from family that we have to be the good boy, the good girl or the protector or the provider or the compassionate one or the placator, or the peacekeeper and sometimes it's good to have a role but it's good to be flexible. If, if we're locked into a rigid role, we don't get to be who we really are, which is changing and evolving in, in each moment. So any other questions, any other thoughts, anything else I can do to support any of you?
1: Uh, yeah, I have a question. Um, I sort of crashed last year, and it had gone on even to this year a little bit, um, emotionally and spiritually. I wanted to be in a relationship really bad, and the person that I wanted was in a relationship with um, um, felt that I had uh, broken a boundary. Right. Uh, he told me later that it was uh, a deal-breaker. Um, and um, I kept lingering and hoping that it will work. And um, we even spent three days together at New Year's. And uh, a few days ago, he told me that he met someone else and that he's into the possibility of love and um relationship and marriage and he doesn't see me as a partner wife or even girlfriend um and i was crushed um and i am just looking to you know i was then the next day um i had taken a taxi had taken some pictures of me and i wanted my pictures and um he called me and um um he said that um, I had sent him a very long message saying every way that he had hurt me and um, how painful it was for me um, and that I was still very attracted to him. Um, and he said, let's talk, I am in a public place. And then he called me and I didn't hear the phone ringing. And then I called him and he didn't return the call. But I've been advised not to talk to him, um, to let him alone. Um it's obvious that he's not interested in having anything with me, um, and I just felt very embarrassed and ashamed because I sort of, um, I've never found myself in this situation that I completely um, have have not. I don't. I, I don't. I am not working well. Uh, I stopped working. I was in the car accident. And I just feel that I need to really change spontaneously. Um and I'm willing to do whatever it takes and I don't know what that is. Other than I talk to him right now even though I want to.
0: That is a tricky one. What what's your first name?
1: Oh, uh, Ray.
0: Ray. I think I know you, Ray. So Ray, um, it's it's a hard one to to be
2: uh,
0: in that one sided place of wanting someone and they don't want you for whatever reason is painful. It, it's partly about them and partly it's it's about old early childhood issues that that creep in on that and that that's the most pain. I think that the old issues, the old deep wounds of abandonment that that show up in in childhood in whatever way and whatever disappointments uh, may occur or or worse um, so it's definitely to know that it's something old to take a breath to keep busy and to, to have the support of others is really important I'd say um, if you're you're not working and all these other things right now you might want to look well I, I will
1: be I will be able to start working in February 1st to go back to my old okay. job and a part of me I don't I don't want to go back I want to like start something new completely okay.
0: That's part of all of it. So I would say uh, perhaps a self-help group, a 12-step meeting of some kind, perhaps Codependence Anonymous might be a a really good place for you to go for social support as well as to learn some skills that can help you. I want
1: to start a business.
0: Mm-hmm. Well you talked about a relationship issue here you you didn't talk about business but it sounds like both pieces are there until I I know, had
1: April. I have I sort of have put everything on hold about moving forward uh I began a second master's degree and I wanted to learn marketing mm-hmm. and uh, I have certain ideas that I wanted to develop and oh. I just didn't feel that I could take it on because I I you know I was always I felt that I was always in, on eggshell, um, and then I I felt I didn't have the skills, um, and I just kept doubting myself and not taking initiative.
0: You know, so what is it you uh, want looking looking right to now, Ray, see. But what can I share with you? What do you want from me? We've only got a little time, so I'm not trying to pressure you. But our call is only a half hour. How so. can
1: you How can you help me? Help me win. In my professional uh, goals and my uh, and relationship So goals. the
0: relationship part had nothing to do with what you're looking for. You're at peace with that, and it's not uh, devastating mm-hmm. you or preventing you from functioning.
1: Uh, I was feeling paralyzed in the last couple of weeks.
0: Okay. I would suggest, again, that uh, that is going to be something important for you to look at, to really... Look into your relational history and what's going on there because you may be okay right now, but if you've been paralyzed for weeks, it's quite possible that you'll be paralyzed next week or the week after. So, again, I'd say a 12-step meeting like Codependence Anonymous to get some support and to understand how your childhood issues are playing out now would be a great thing. In terms of uh, life purpose and mission, I would suggest that you really take some time to drill down into what's important to you, to really see—is this what you want? Do you want another degree, is, or is that just a way of of being safe and, and structured? Is marketing—it was a way
1: of being safe be? and structured, and creating some money to pay for the training to build the business.
0: Ah, cool. And what's the business you want to build—a marketing business, or?
1: Um, I wanted to build a school.
0: Ah. Right. So that's a long-term goal. One usually doesn't build a school in a month, six months, a year, two years. So part of it is for you to feel solid and stable in yourself, so that you can begin to attract the people that are going to be able to support that that goal, that mission. Because yeah, one person can't build a school. You're going to need a team. You're going to need uh, coordination in that, and I think that's really important. Um, I'm not sure if you've ever been to my website, OwnYourMission.com. I've got a a special report there, but I think I put it on my Passion Doctor website now too um, on the secrets to owning your mission, and it really um, has a series of questions you can ask yourself to really drill down into um, what turns me on, what's my passion, what's my life purpose, to see what's underneath that, to see if... What kind of school and, and the rest? So I think that would be a great launching off point for you
1: mm-hmm.
0: in, in terms you. of that, uh, and you'll have to take from there. But really, my my uh, gut feel here is feeling emotionally stable, being able to master your emotions, is going to be the requisite to doing anything. Because creating a school, creating a business,
1: creating I a I was totally I meditated and, uh, since nineteen ninety since early nineties and everything stopped last year around
0: right. August around the relationship yeah. yeah yeah so i think you're agreeing with me then uh, mm-hmm. the relational issues are the ones that may be the bigger blocks to you implement um again we're going to have to stop cuz our our time is about up here if it turns out that i have more people over the the next uh, weeks in this call. I may extend it to a 45-minute call versus 30 minutes, but I appreciate um, your calling in, Ray, and and bringing this up. Uh, For anyone who's interested, I offer uh, 20-minute complimentary consultations as well um, that you can schedule through my website, thepassiondoctor.com, if you feel there's more that you want in terms of uh, support professionally. But I will be continuing these calls on, on Thursdays as well to, to dip your toe in. And I appreciate everyone that has called, those who have asked questions, those who uh, have not asked questions. Um, but thank you all so much. The call is being recorded, so I will post it on my uh, website as well Uh <laughs> that's okay with everyone. I don't think anyone's given more than a first name in terms of questions or asked anything that's uh, deeply confidential, but if you don't want me to, I can certainly edit out anything you've said as well. But thank you all so much for being part of this inaugural call. I'm excited that there were actually people, and uh, I've attracted interesting questions and people that want support, so... Uh, feel free to um, comment about this on, on my Facebook page, if you'd like, which uh, uh, either Adam Sheck, if you're a Facebook friend of mine, or my fan page, which is just facebook.com slash passion doctor. And thank you all so much. It's been my pleasure to have you all on the call, and looking forward to next week, same time, same place. Be well,
2: thank well. you. Thank you so much, Dr. Sheck.
0: My pleasure, and I got your message on wanting more videos, so I will definitely uh,
2: put
0: that back on the queue.
1: Good deal.
0: Okay, your call was (laughs) worth it just for that. Thanks for the inspiration. Okay, take care, everyone.
2: Bye-bye. Bye.